It's good to be back on Search the Scriptures today. We want to welcome all of our listeners as we always do. We are so thankful that you're there. It's a blessing for us to be able to open up God's Word and study with you each day in this program therefrom. All of those tremendous truths that God has communicated to us in His Word, the teachings, the promises, the encouragements, the corrections as well. Certainly the instructions as to how to live our lives in accord to His will and thereby ensuring us that we can live a direction that is going to lead us ultimately to heaven. We want to help you get there. Get to heaven. Spend there. Spend your all of eternity there. We want to help you on that way and in the process bring God glory as we teach his word accurately and effectively. We hope that as we study each day that your knowledge of God's word is growing and as that happens that your faith is getting stronger. Faith, as we always emphasize, comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And as your faith becomes stronger, you should come closer to God. And ultimately, you should come to that point where you're better equipped to make up your mind to follow God his way. Come to him through Jesus Christ, his Lord, uh, His Son, your Lord and Savior, for forgiveness and salvation. We hope to help you along that way. We pray about it regularly and diligently. Dennis Stackhouse, good to be back with you, brother. Thank you, Gary. It's certainly a great time to be with you and with all of our listeners here on Search the Scriptures today. We are truly appreciative of the fact that you've tuned in and that you're interested in learning more about God and His Word and His will for your life. And I really appreciate what you said a few moments ago, Gary, that heaven should be the ultimate goal for each one of us. Certainly for those who are Christians, we need to do everything we possibly can to make sure we're walking that pathway which is going to lead us to that eternal destiny, a heavenly home with God and with Christ and with all the saved. But even for those who may not be a Christian at this point, if you're listening to the program, we hope that you're coming to realize just what an important matter this is for your life as well. As you said, Gary, we need to come to God through Jesus Christ and do so in the way that he's prescribed for us in his word. We hope that you're understanding how to do that as you continue listening to the program, and we hope that you will take the steps to accomplish it in your own life. Amen, Dennis. Amen. Now, we're going to talk today, begin a uh, period of several days studying about setting our mind on God. Mm -hmm. If we're going to get to heaven and we're going to do it through Christ, that's the only way to do it. Jesus mm -hmm. said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14 and verse 6. So we're going to have to make up our mind that the only way we're going to get to God is the way that he has prescribed through Jesus Christ and in the manner in which he is prescribed in his word. Well, we're going to have to set our minds on God. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, Dennis, some people, they substitute the word heart for mind. Yes. In some cases, I'm afraid that some people may want to use that word heart, and they don't like the idea that we're really talking about their mind mm -hmm. there, primarily. Yes. Right. But you're true. it's true that uh, we're not talking about that physical organ, which is the center of our circulatory system pumping blood through the body. That's not what we're talking about. No, and it's not just a matter of feeling either. No, it isn't. I think a lot of people, they 
they they think, oh, my, my, all my feeling, my emotion. Mm-hmm. Well, certainly that's included. Yes. But that's not primarily what we're talking about. We're talking about our mind, mm-hmm. making up our mind, setting our mind. And in that sense, the scriptures are talking about our heart, mm-hmm. setting our heart on God, setting our mind on God. Yes. Now, the idea there is certainly more than just an intellectual understanding, but it is a determination. Mm -hmm. And to that extent, that would include our emotions as well. Yes, it certainly does. And you know, the one thing about trying to be guided by our feelings, Gary, is the idea that we can be deceived by that. It happens all the time, doesn't it? It certainly does. How many times has somebody... Oh, they just really felt good about a particular individual. Mm -hmm. They loved them. Then later on they found out, boy, that was really a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, unfortunately that does happen. And that goes, you know, both man and woman. Sometimes they find out, boy, that was, I I was mistaken about him. I was mistaken about her. Mm -hmm. And yet they felt good about that person. Yes, at one point at least. Yes. How many times have we looked at a particular dish of food and we thought wow that looks really good we felt good about it (laughs) and then we put a bite in our mouth and boy we we couldn't get it out of our mouth fast enough (laughs) Uh, that happens too it does it does (laughs) and how many times has somebody gone to a car dealership and they've bought a new car and boy they felt good about that car Mm mm-hmm and it was not very long until everything they could imagine that could go wrong with the car started going wrong with that particular car. Yes, really, really unfortunate when that occurs. It is. But those are just simple illustrations that mm-hmm. we all should be able to relate to that help drive home the point that you just made. Our feelings are not trustworthy guides for what is right and wrong. No, they certainly aren't. And as you pointed out just a little bit ago, where we all need to go in order to be on concrete, solid ground is to God's Word. That's exactly right. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 22, and let's look at verses 35 through 38. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, what is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. So you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, Mm -hmm. with all your mind. Yes. Now, some people would say, see there, there's a distinction between heart and mind there. Well, okay. Um, Certainly with all of your being. But again, we're not talking about just feelings here. Notice that mind is included with heart there. Yes, it is. So with all of our emotions, with all of our intellect, and with Mm -hmm. all of our spiritual essence, there's Mm -hmm. the soul. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to love God with everything that we are Mm -hmm. and everything, obviously, that we possess. Yes, and I think you said it well when you indicated it's to be a love of our complete being. Complete being, yes. Mm -hmm. We need to love God with everything that we are. Complete Mm -hmm. being. Now, Mm -hmm. we're not just talking about 
loving God, a feeling here. We're not just talking about some warm, fuzzy feeling that's mainly emotional. A lot of people mistake that for love. Mm -hmm. But in order to reach a goal, any goal, you have to set your sights on that goal, don't you? Oh, there's no doubt about it. I, you know, I've been, been uh, shooting. My father started teaching me to shoot when I was very, very young, about eight years old or so, mm -hmm. and uh, have enjoyed it a great deal. Haven't done it very much for quite a number of years now, but still enjoy when I get the opportunity to uh, target practice. Mm -hmm. Now, there's no way you're going to hit the target, though, without setting your sights on that target. Exactly right. You don't just get up and raise the rifle or the pistol and, and start squeezing off shells. That's just not going to work. No. You have to set your sights. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to reach a goal, as we said, you have to set your sights on that goal. A boat or an airplane, or if we even might say a, a driver in a car, but certainly when we think of a pilot in an airplane or a, or a pilot or a captain on a ship, if they want to get to a desired, a projected destination, mm -hmm. they have to map out a course, don't they? Well, they certainly do. And they have people trained to do that very thing on an airplane or on a boat. Yes. And if we want to get in our car or our van or a truck and we want to drive, oh, several hundred miles, maybe a thousand miles or so to a particular destination, mm -hmm. probably most of us, unless we've already been there a number of times, we're going to get out a map of some kind or pull up a GPS. <laughs> That would certainly be the proper way to do it. You know, if uh, we decided we were going to take a trip like that and we had never been there before and we did not consult a map or some other electronic device along the way, the chances of us getting there are really slim to none. Yes, yes. Now, we're simply laying out a principle here. Mm -hmm. If we want to get someplace... We've got to set our sights on that place. Yes. We've got to map out a course. We've mm -hmm. got to know where we're going. We've got to find out how do we need to go to get there. Yes. And it's not just a matter of taking a straight line from one place to another because often roads don't go in that straight line. <laughs> That's true. They often don't. And sometimes if you start looking at the what seems to be on a map the shortest route between point A and point B, you may end up finding, boy, this took me a whole lot longer mm -hmm. than it would have if I'd have taken a little alternate route here and picked up an interstate highway. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or maybe a more accessible highway with mm -hmm. higher speeds. I yes. did not realize that going this particular route, although it looked like the shortest as far as distance is concerned, I didn't know there was a there was a, a, a river there that you had to catch a ferry for that only ran during the daytime and only between certain hours of the day. Yes. You know, uh, I've been there, that kind of situation. And, mm -hmm. and you know, you all of a sudden you realize, boy, I should have paid a little more attention, mm -hmm. taken a little more time and care to map out this route. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to make sure that when that, we get on that airplane that the pilot has done exactly that, that he knows exactly where he's going and he already has his, his route mapped out and already logged in. Mm -hmm. That's correct. 
we get on a plane in Omaha and we're flying to Dallas, we want to make sure we're on the right plane to begin with. And uh, certainly once we get on that plane, it's going to be announced the destination of the plane. And if it isn't Dallas, we better get off. Better get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're simply using these, again, common life illustrations mm -hmm. to get across the point that if we really want to get to heaven, we're going to have to do the same thing. Absolutely the same. We're going to have to focus on our goal, and that's mm -hmm. heaven. Yes. And ultimately, we're going to have to set our heart. We're going to have to make our determination, follow that route, that road that has God at the end of it. Yes. God is the author and God at the end. That's right. Yes. You know, Jesus talked about two roads that we can take in life. And of course, he's talking about from a spiritual perspective. Mm -hmm. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, mm -hmm. he said one road is broad and limitless as far as whatever you want to do on it. Mm -hmm. No restrictions, no rules, yes. no stipulations, do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. The only problem is that road leads in the wrong direction. Yes, to destruction. That's correct. And we're talking about mm -hmm. eternal hell. That's right. So you can do anything you want on that road, but unless you want to end up in hell, you're not going to get where you want to be. That's right. And most people would say, oh, no, no, I don't want to go to, go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. Well, you want to stay off that road. Jesus says the other road is narrow, mm -hmm. it's more straight, mm -hmm. and that's simply because I think it is the road of truth. It is the mm -hmm. accurate route to take, and truth is narrow. Yes, yes it is. And Jesus also included there that there are few who travel that road. So we want to do everything again that we can possibly do to make sure we are part of the few who walk that narrow way that leads to heaven. And that really should give us great pause for thought and really open our eyes because Jesus said, now another way to put that is, most people are on the wrong road. He did. They're not going to get to heaven. Right. Because they're on the wrong road. Mm -hmm. He said many go down that road, but few go down that road the destination of which is heaven. Mm -hmm. So we need to wake up. Yes. We need to check what route we're on. We need to see what goal we've set our focus on. That's right. Very so, instructive words from our Lord. Yes. So in order to reach our desired eternal destiny, we're going to have to set our heart. We're going to have to set our focus, our direction on God and his way. Exactly right. Now, that will not only assure that we'll reach our goal, but it will also make our journey a whole lot easier. Indeed, it will. And, you know, it's just the opposite, Dennis, of what, it mo uh, what so many people think. They think, oh, this way, you know, of Christianity, this way of truth, this way of righteousness, this way of religion, you know, this godly way, it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard road to take. It's hard life to live. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of people look at it as being too restrictive. There's too many rules. There's too many don't do this, don't do that. Really, just the opposite is the case. It's a life of joy. It's a life of peace. It's a life of contentment. 
And it is, as we're suggesting, a life of focus. It is. And you know, when people think, well, no, it's easier to live the sinful life. It's easier to live the life where, you know, there are no rules. No, that's the harder life to live. That's the life that ends up with all kinds of heartbreak and sorrow, Mm -hmm. all kinds of problems that naturally result from living a life that has very little, if any, self-discipline. Yes. And ultimately, relationships break up, Mm -hmm. lives are ruined. Mm -hmm. Many people end up doing terrible, despicable things Mm -hmm. that they end up paying for with their freedom. They go to jail. Mm -hmm. Or in some cases, they end up in in addiction. And they just, again, that's the much harder route to take. It really is. You know, it, it reminds me, Gary, of something that I've seen in years past. It was uh, a little information that a former Navy captain provided. And he said he always tried to live his life by what he called the Washington Post test. And what he meant by that was he never wanted to do anything that he would not be proud to read about the next day in the newspaper. And that's a good way to think about the contrast between those who want to travel that wide destructive road that leads to eternal destruction as opposed to those who want to walk that straight, narrow road that leads to eternal life. Excellent illustration, Dennis. Mm -hmm. And I've told before about my father had a similar rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. And he passed it on to me from his father, I believe, and I passed it on to my boys. And, you know, his father told him, as, as I remember him relating it to me, he relating it to me, um, saying, don't ever, don't ever go anywhere where you'd be ashamed to be found dead. Yes. <laughs> Good advice. And that's pretty much what you said was the man's yeah. Washington Post or is that how you put it? The Washington mm-hmm. Post rule? Yeah. And that's it. We don't want to do anything that would end up being an embarrassment or a detriment Mm -hmm. to our character or Mm -hmm. our lives or the lives of our family. Yes. It's such a peace to wake up in the morning and realize you don't have something to feel guilty about because of actions you'd taken the night before. That's right. That's right. Well, let's turn to a passage from the Beatitudes. And these are some great, just short direct statements from our Lord, we want to focus on one, and that is Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The pure in heart, Jesus says. Mm -hmm. Now, the promise there is they shall see God. Correct. Now, what do you suppose he means by they shall see God, Dennis? Because that really carries a much more uh, widespread understanding that just simply somehow somewhere along the way they're going to lay eyes on God. I believe what he's talking about here Gary is the fact that people who are pure in heart are living a life that follows that narrow path of truth we've just spoken about. They ultimately are going to live in eternity in God's presence in heaven. They're going to be with God in heaven eternally. Right. Now, what an incentive that ought to be for every one of us. Sure should be. I want to be with God. I want to be in heaven. Okay. Jesus says, here's the way. Mm -hmm. Have a pure heart. 
Exactly. Live in such a way that your heart remains pure. Mm-hmm. Not that you have to keep, you know, cleaning it up, so to speak, or mm-hmm. adjusting it because of the way you've been living that is sinful, unrighteous, wicked, unfaithful. Mm-hmm. Live with a pure heart. Live a lifestyle that promotes a, having a pure heart. That's right. Now, what we've looked at here, Matthew chapter 22, verses 35 through 38, Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Mm-hmm. In other words, with all of your being. Right. And here we have something of a, an initial rule of thumb or starting block, so to speak. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Mm-hmm. Once again, we're not talking about just warm, fuzzy feelings here. No. Primarily emotions. Mm-mm. We're not talking about just uh, feeling good about what we're doing or how we're living. We're talking about it's a determination here. Mm-hmm. Now, it certainly includes our emotions, but it mm-hmm. also, of necessity, includes our intellect, our understanding, our mind. Yes, there is a dedication and a real commitment behind this kind of life. Yes. And again, Jesus said, with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. Mm -hmm. So our heart, our mind have to be set on God. Absolutely. No question about it. If we want to be with God for eternity. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's not the course that we have plotted out and we cannot get to where we want to be, and that's heaven, without plotting out that right course, we've got to look ahead and see heaven as the goal, and of course God standing there waiting for us. Mm-hmm. If we're not focused in that way, then we cannot expect to somehow accidentally get there. No, not at all. Well, our time is just about up for today, so we're going to stop and pull over and park here, come back and continue this study next time. We're going to get in some other texts of Scripture that uh, help us to understand how we need to set our heart our mind on God. We sure want to help you do exactly that. In just a moment, we'll tell you how you can contact us, receive a free Bible study. We'll send it to you. We even take care of the postage. We don't want you to send us anything. We want to help you have that pure heart that ultimately will lead you to be with God for all of eternity in heaven. Why not contact us right away?